0: I'm Gina Livy and welcome to my podcast. That's not just about weight loss, it's about losing your weight in a way where you never have to look back. I'm gonna talk in finally and forever. The podcast itself is a collection of Facebook Lives from my 91 day weight loss program that if you're following along, it's gonna give you great insight and information on maximizing your efforts. We also include amazing guest interviews where we're not afraid to have real conversations and break it down. And of course, I'll be weighing in on a variety of topics. I mean, anything and everything weight loss related. The podcast itself is hosted on ACAST, but it's available on all platforms like the one you're listening to right now, Spotify, Apple, and also Amazon Music.
1: so to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from thirty dollars a month to just fifteen dollars a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/slash-switch. Forty-five dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited, more than forty gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey,
0: seventy-nine of the program. How are you doing? How are you feeling? um the program is winding down i hate to say that but and not that we still don't have a lot to talk about and a lot to cover over the next couple weeks but it is coming to an end there's a start date and there's an end date and there needs to be a start date to your weight loss journey and an end date to your weight loss journey and the whole goal around here is to help you lose your weight in the healthiest of ways you're going to be able to easily maintain so you can legit move on with the rest of your life and put your weight loss journey behind you. Um, at this point, um, no doubt you're feeling pretty good. If you've been showing up, uh, here we are, week 11, uh, those non scale victories, you know, you're racking them up. I mean, just paying attention to yourself, to your mind, to your body, trying to just do your best, to feel your best, to look your best, stay in day out, ah, some days a little bit more productive than others, uh, prioritizing yourself in your own life, making a conscious choice to make choices that not only make you feel good, but fall in line with your goals, you know, um, managing your stress because, ah, managing your sleep, trying to get better sleep, which is really, truly everything. My goodness. Um, you know, trying to move your body, you know, which isn't easy when, you know, we're so busy and, you know, just all of it, all the things that you were doing, adding up to not only make a difference in your weight loss journey, but just in your health and wellness in general. So I hope you're feeling like a fucking rock star is where I'm going with this at this point. Um, Today, we uh, have a new post. It's called maximizing your personal plan, which is just like a whole kind of level up, level up, level up Um, If you have an opportunity to check it out, make sure you do so. There's some good tidbits and tips in there. It's not meant to stress you out, but this is where we're kind of like elevating things to even start thinking about how certain foods break down in your system. For example, if you want a quick snack, right? Nuts are convenient, but they actually take about an hour and a half, two hours before your body can break them down into usable energy. Whereas fruit can take as little as 20 minutes to break down into usable energy. Um, Different types of proteins take longer than others to digest. Red meat and pork, five plus hours to digest. Fish, 40 minutes. So For example, how does that factor in? Uh, When you are looking for a quick snack, when you feel your energy maybe dipping, you're you're out and it's hot and you're using a lot of energy and you feel like you need a kind of quick pick-me-up, you know, nuts, although they're convenient, wouldn't be such a great snack because you want something that's going to replenish your glycogen stores much quicker, right? Um, If you are going out on a Friday night and you're going to go dancing, so you're going out for dinner with friends, you know, maybe not order the steak, which is going to feel, you know, really heavy in your digestive system. Maybe order the fish, which is nice, and light, so you have the energy to go out and dance and all those things, right? Um, not that there isn't, you know, a relevancy for red meat for sure. There's definitely things in it that are a benefit, but just little things to think about. Um, When it comes to eating your foods, making sure you're in a calm environment rather than kind of eating on the go all the time. That'll help you get even more in tune to your portions, your posture when you're eating and how that affects digestion. So just a few uh, tidbits in there for you if you want to check that out. Again, not meant to stress you out. Some people love to do all of the things. I'm a do-all-of-the-things person. Um, some people, some of the things. Some people, you know, as many things as possible just so wherever you land on that. The point is is that there's always things that you can do to be proactive with your journey here when it comes to losing weight okay so let's get into these questions let's see where you are at i have a great question or i have a question hi meredith regarding snacks if we are checking in and deciding to have a snack are we having a snack the way we did with the original food plan or is it better to have a snack from the higher fat revamp so you you have options right you have options so make no mistake Vegetables are still an amazing snack, especially those raw veggies. They are very hard to digest and they are great at that after and whenever you after after you eat a bigger meal because they are harder to digest. Right. Right. Um, those nuts and seeds, that protein and fat, feeding into your satiety hormones, make you feel more satisfied heading into dinner. Plus, they are even harder than vegetables to digest, and they're perfect to add in that you know afternoon where your body is wired to take a dip in energy. But that doesn't mean that you can't have something else. You could have some fruit with some yogurt. Um, you could have a boiled egg. You could have you know you really have a variety of snacks to choose from at this point. So it's really about taking things to the next level and be really in tune at this point. Your body wants the fat gone. You're in tune with its needs. So ask yourself with snack time. And if you have the luxury of choosing from a variety of snacks, what do I feel like? Do I feel like some vegetables and maybe some cheese or some dip? Do I feel like, you know, a boiled egg? Do I feel like, um, you know, some fruit with some yogurt? Do I feel like some nuts and seeds? Like what, what do I feel like is going to be the best option for me in this moment? But those same basic guideline rules do apply, right? So in the morning, it is a great, idea, especially if you're skipping breakfast, to get that fruit in to replenish your glycogen stores. It's also a great idea to combine it with the protein and fat at this at this point to feed into your satiety hormones, right? So, so you're not introducing any type of new snacks, but you can definitely pull from the snacks that we've introduced at this point. So from the original food plan and then what we introduced when we revamped in week nine and week 10. So you definitely have a lot more flexibility. Same thing the time of seasons, right? I don't know why I'm doing this. If you're watching me this thing with, my hands. I don't know what's going on with my hands lately. <laughs> um, they're all over the place. Same thing with the different types of seasons. The snacks that you choose might vary. So you might be really into fruit. Um, you know, with the, when the temperature rises, your body wants you to decrease kind of your heavier carbs, bump up your easier to digest carbs that give your body the quick energy that it needs, um, without having to work so hard on digestion. So you may find that fruit is more appealing. So you have a fruit in the, in the morning for snack and a fruit in the afternoon for snack, right? So, uh, you know, you really just kind of want to really be in tune. So not only am I hungry? Do I need to eat? Could I eat or should I eat? But what is most appealing to me? right now obviously keeping in mind it's not like donuts like you're still looking some people like just take it too far and they're like well what if i want donuts okay come come on we're still looking to lose weight here right so this is why you want to take from the same grocery list that we've been following all along but there's a huge variety you know um go check out do we have a snack do we have a snack share page we should have a snack share page i don't think we don't do do at this point, we should probably implement a snack share page because there's so many great types of snacks out there that you can implement. Like I, I would, I would still shy away from any balls or muffins or bars, energy, things like that. Again, just really best to go for whole foods and whatnot. Um, but you do have some variety there. You do have some variety there. Um, I think I get it, Gina. Hi, Miriam. Still have a ways to go, but I'm finally listening to my body's cues. Yeah, this, 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 this is all about listening to your body, knowing what your body needs. So when you're done losing weight, you can trust when your body tells you when to eat, what to eat, how much to eat. You, you should, it shouldn't take math to figure out when to eat, what to eat, and how much to eat, right? It shouldn't take a program or plan. I mean, it takes a program and plan to figure that out. But once you got it, you got it. It doesn't go away. And you were always in tune to this, right? When babies are hungry, what do they do? They cry, right? Parents feed them. Young kids, the hungry all the time. I'm hungry. Give me something to eat hungry, right? And as we get older, especially if you get, got into dieting, you got taught to ignore your body's cues. This how we got so disconnected. And one of the reasons the diet industry is so detrimental, it's teaching you to starve and deprive and neglect yourself that when you're hungry you're supposed to just ignore that rather than trying to figure out am I actually hungry what's going on why am I hungry you know so we're really taught to kind of really be disconnected with our body's cues so being in tune is everything that's where you want to like wake up, like I don't wake up and plan what I'm going to eat, right? I'm going to wake up. How do I feel today? Do I want something to eat? Am I hungry? Am I not hungry? Okay, I'm hungry. What do, what do I feel like eating, right? And then I check in on myself. One of my big issues is that I get so into work that I will go all day long without eating. So that's kind of one of my, my habits. And I'm aware of it. So being aware of it, I make an extra effort to remind myself to make sure I take time to eat. Sometimes I'll be like, what the fuck is wrong with me? Why am I such a cranky old hag right now? And then I'm like, oh shit, like I haven't eaten, you know, cause I've just been busy doing what I'm doing. So that's a really bad habit of mine that, you know, is just kind of, I guess how my brain is wired. Cause your brain does have this thing where you're really focused. It it supports you when you're focused, but the problem is you're not supposed to be focused all day, every day, 24 seven, you know? Um, so I kind of know that that's my issue. So other than that, you know, I'm I do have to remind myself to drink uh, more water more often. Also, that comes into being busy. So I try to keep my water bottles close to my desk. I make an effort. Like 30 years later, water is still an effort just for basic hydration for me. I'm not going to lie about that Um, just because life and it's really busy. But, you know, for the most part, you know, I don't think about what I'm going to eat, not eat. I just kind of am in the moment. I make the best choices for myself if I choose to indulge. I never... I never by accident overeat. I always purposely overeat. Like I know exactly when I'm going past the point of no return and I'm going from eating dissatisfaction to I'm going to feel it when I walk away from this meal if I keep eating. So I make that conscious choice a lot. Um, I choose to overeat a lot because the food is just straight up delicious and yummy and I'm going to eat it. Um, and then I'm also fully aware of how I feel afterwards. And I, you know, make it my mission not to berate myself. And I just kind of do a little chuckle and I laugh. My like, goodness. Oh, that was so good. You know, whenever I go to go there and then 30 years later that that why did I do that? It's still kind of there on the surface. But then what I do is like, oh, that was so good. I remind myself why I made that choice to indulge. The next day, when I wake up, when I'm feeling it, I'm just like, oh man, oh, you know, I'm really feeling it today. Rather than I'm, you know, why did I do that and all of that, I know why I did it. I made a conscious choice in the moment that to, to make a choice that made me feel good. Maybe not so much physically after the fact or the next day, but that's why I made it. So today I'm gonna drink my water, get on my leafy greens. It's gonna help my body kind of get over that indulgence, which is what back on track is for, and then carry on with life. And so the, what you're learning to be in tune, and the fact that you're getting it that's gold man that is gold that is gold that is gold the struggle bus has arrived at my house again about a week and a half ago I hopped on and it was party part party and a half (laughs) wine and chips were consumed with great frequency as well as birthday cake for my son's birthday party pizza and the list goes on I had a full self-sabotage party yes well that it can that can be fun That can be fun. You just know you're like the plane is going down and you're just like, okay, (laughs) I'm just going to sit here and eat my chips and drink my wine. (laughs) Uh, Yesterday, I didn't dare get on the scale. Okay, you don't need to, right? You already know. So you don't have to, you know, you don't have to, you know, it's going to be up. You don't got to get on that scale. Uh, But concentrated on getting back on track. I nervously stepped on this morning. And to my surprise, the scale was only up one pound. Yeah, because it's just, I read somewhere that in order to gain two pounds, and I'm not into calories, and it's so much more complicated than that, you have to eat like 10,000 calories, which is, I don't know, like, I don't know, like 46 donuts and something just really insane, like crazy. And then just, I was, I actually screenshot it. Um, I don't know if it's true or not in terms of like, you know, but again, it's more complicated than that when it comes to your body, like not. Just breaking your foods down and the calories in them, but how your body utilizes those, so it's way more complicated. But it was just like, yeah, I I showed people that because that puts it in perspective. Like you really have to like, like it's practically impossible to gain weight over a few days or even a week. You can definitely feel it, like you have, and the scale can definitely be up. But in terms of like fat that makes you fat, it's just so much harder than that. So the scale is only up one pound. I heard Gina's voice in my head saying, "If you think your weight should be up and it isn't, it most likely on the the way down. I plan to drink a swimming pool full of water today and get my my body moving again. Any if anyone is looking for me, I'll be in the bathroom. Being, yeah, I mean this. Don't also forget to get those leafy greens in and try to get a good night's sleep tonight. Um, that's how it's done. And that's like I still have times in my life where I go off the rails. I'm indulging. I'm partying. I'm was stressing, you know. And then I start to feel it, and I'm like, okay, honey, rein it in. I call it check myself before I wreck myself. You know, like you know you're doing a number on yourself, you get to the point where you're like, okay, it's time that I'm just, this just isn't working for me anymore. It's been fun. Thanks. Thanks for the memories. I got to get back to like feeling good again. You know, I got to get back on track, which is what that is about back on track is less than a set of rules that it is a method to help you get back to feeling your best and back to that place where you're not thinking about what you're eating and when, and you're just waking up, looking good, feeling good. So while you're moving forward, and especially throughout the summer, when you're personalizing the plan to continue to lose or maintain or whatever your whatever your choice is, that's where you want to implement back on track because you cannot you cannot do that much damage to yourself in that short period of time. Now weeks and weeks and months and months, obviously it's going to start to translate into real weight gain, right? But it just it doesn't happen that quickly. So use back on track as often as you need. This is what you know. This is what I love about the summer and having these breaks in between these groups is because does give you an opportunity to trust yourself, trust yourself. Sorry. So when Gina talks about eating an entire bag of chips, does she mean a lunchbox size or a family size? I'm talking the whole like big ass bag of chips. I don't buy the small ones. What, what even is that? I <laughs> no, I've eaten a whole bag of chips. Sometimes I've been known to eat too. I fucking love chips. I love them. Sour cream and onion, dill pickle. Oh, like this honey, new honey mustard ones. I love them. Um, I probably need to need to bump up my omega threes and add a lot more good fat in my diet, but I just sugar is not really my thing, but man, I could down a couple of bag of chips easily. Um, do I ever eat chips and feel amazing? No, I feel like shit every single time the next day. I can barely get my eyes open. They're all salted up. I love them. Um, so uh, very often I choose to have them. And so eating at night isn't going to cause you to gain weight. It's just that which is a huge myth. It's just that when you are trying to lose weight, it's really important when you want your body to make change that your body's able to make change. And so the thing with eating at night is that it messes with your sleep. And so that's where you really want to be mindful about eating anything after dinner and snacks because you'll you'll notice a difference. If you do snack on something at night, you just you wake up the next day, your brain is foggy, you feel like your body hasn't had an opportunity to, you know, to really make change because it's been focused on digestion. Um, but you know you can you can eat some chips again your body's not looking to make you fat right so you can eat some chips and you have your metabolism is nice and high that's the difference too with what we're doing on this program you are helping the body release fat in a healthy way by addressing its needs and providing it the opportunity and the platform and the resources to do that so your weight is dropping in a healthy way and um, all those plateaus that make you freaking crazy are there to help your body solidify the weight along the way so you're losing weight in a healthy sustainable way and the same time You're giving your body all these resources and you're paying attention to your stress and managing that, trying to get better sleep and moving your body, that you are actually helping your body work at the most optimal levels and be healthy as possible. So you are like increasing that metabolism again. Your metabolism is the amount of energy your body is giving you. And after years and years and years of dieting, it can keep you on like slow mode, you know, reserve mode. Right. And that's what that's all about. So it's not just that you're losing weight. It's also that you're increasing your metabolism along the way. And that shit takes a lot of work. It's hard. It takes time and energy to do that. But it's absolutely possible. And that's what you're doing by showing up for 91 days. Or those of you who've done, you know, one program after the other, after the other, after the other, just constantly leveling up your health and wellness, you know, putting all that time and energy into it which is why it's so cool. Good morning, everyone. Feel in the feels today. One of my BFFs is having major surgery this morning. She's also a member of the group. Fuck cancer. Oh, my God. Seriously, fuck it. Um, talk about a reason to try to be as healthy as possible. My goodness. Um, we're going to send you and your friend lots and lots and lots and lots of love honestly my goodness Um, we're actually going to go up and see my friend Heather I've been talking about her Um, we're going to go do a whole little doc on her she's a Libby loser she lost about 60 pounds um, as a personal client of mine and was just living her best life feeling amazing running marathons and then she got diagnosed uh, stage 4 colon cancer in 2022 and um, yeah and She's just been through it and now, you know, um, she's at the end of it. And I was talking to her the other day and I think it's such an important conversation because just there's nothing more important than your health she's going to share her journey with us and just talking about you know how important it was that she was as healthy as possible when she got diagnosed she really believes that she wouldn't maybe have uh, caught caught it when she did and you know just helping her to manage you know everything that she's been through at this point like it's just it's a whole other level really and that's what's really exciting about the program is that you can lose your weight in a way that simultaneously legit is making you as healthy as possible and this is where you can next level the whole thing you know this is where you can look into supplements and get into a morning meditation routine and you know really work on that not just that physical part of it but that mental part of it you know it's really exciting this program legit is a how to get healthy 101 not just physically but mentally a structured you know week by week systematic way that you can in an organized low stress fashion, you know, really work towards being your best and feeling your best. You know, it's, it's really cool. And I hope that you're reflecting on that over the over the last 11 weeks as we're winding down here, really reflecting on the fact that you're still here and how amazing that is. If I had yogurt for breakfast, can I also have it again in the afternoon with some fruit? Yeah, I mean, again, you'd want to you want to watch your saturated fats, right? Not to get all like woohoo or fear monger about saturated fats. Um, You know, 30% of your diet should be fat again, we still don't count. That's just for, you know, conversation's sake. You know, uh, 10% of that needs to be like your really good fats, your healthy fats, your omega-3s, you you know, like your fishes and, you know, whatnot. And then there's your omega-6s, you know, your nuts and seeds and all of that. And then there's your um, saturated fats. And so you need saturated fats. Saturated fats are okay fats that turn into good fats when you're having enough of those really great healthy fats for you. The problem with... (coughs) Sorry, I got something in my throat. Hang on or it's just my body saying you haven't had enough coffee yet this morning i'm not sure which one it is um so when it comes to saturated fat you do want to be mindful of like just you just can't have all of your fat coming from saturated fat because that's where you know that can add into cholesterol levels now we are learning more about cholesterol with sugar factors into that stress factors into that there's a lot more that factors into cholesterol levels than just your saturated fats but it's all about balance right? And this is where people talk about balance, where all your snacks can't be fruit. That's not, you know, just because you don't love vegetables, you don't love nuts and seeds doesn't mean they aren't super healthy for you and give your body truly what it needs. So it's about what your body needs. Some people do really well on dairy and some people don't. So if I had probably like fruit and yogurt for the morning, I'd probably not have it again for the afternoon as much as I might love that snack, right? And look forward to that snack. Is that snack really the best option for me, right? Now, if you're in a and that's all you have, that's I mean, that's totally fine. You can have some fruit with a little bit of yogurt or switch it up and have some cottage cheese or something like that. And um, just be you want to be very mindful of falling into what you like and what you love rather than what is the best option for you. And you just want to be mindful when it comes to um, like I wouldn't be having yogurt, fruit and yogurt every day for your morning and afternoon snack. Right. That's just not really being as proactive as possible. Like I said, there are a benefit to snacking on vegetables. There's a, a benefit to adding in those nuts and seeds, you know, having a more balanced diet and snacks are a great way to get that stuff in. Right. So, so you can, you can, can I have cottage cheese instead of yogurt as a second afternoon snack with fruit? Again, you can, but saturated fat is saturated fat. So I would definitely switch that up. Maybe yogurt in the morning, cottage cheese in the afternoon for sure. But I would probably limit my, I personally, Um, would limit my you know yogurt or cottage cheese to one one snack a day or if you you know had cottage cheese for breakfast then maybe you can you know have cottage uh, yogurt for an afternoon snack you just want to be mindful and reasonable about it right um lost my sunburnt weight officially 14 pounds down with another week to go loving this uh personalization my body is talking to me oh i love that put my nose up to pizza last night so not me i'm loving the new me yes the, yes, yes, this, all of this, right? The, first of all, sunburn will cause your body to, your weight to be up because your body's a massive state of stress and it's retaining water and all of that. So something to definitely remind you of. Um, I, I love this. You know, sometimes we we think that we want the thing. Oh, my God, I, I just want pizza. I just want this. I just want a donut. I just want every. No, we don't really want it because when you eat it, your body knows enough that it just it's not great for it. and You never feel good after it. Um, it's just one of those things. It's the anticipation of having it normally like pizza night, right? For example, like maybe you love having pizza night with your family because of what it means. It means it's the end of the week. It means that you're spending family time you know, you're, you're bonding, you love it, it's special, you know, but it's not about the pizza. You could still have, you know, pizza night without the pizza. So if you got kids, you still grab a pizza for your kids. You know, we order pizza all the time. I hardly ever have pizza, but I'll have something else while they have pizza and it doesn't ruin the moment. No one's having any more fun or any less fun because I'm not having pizza that I know just doesn't make me feel good, right? So I don't actually really like pizza now there's this pizza place in rome oh my goodness buffalo mozzarella truffle pizza i will eat 10. i literally will eat 10 of those pizzas but any other pizza not so much and the reason why i love that pizza is the flavor i love the the buffalo mozzarella i love the truffles i love just oh my god everything about it is just delicious so if that's how you feel about a certain thing then eat that thing life is too short not to enjoy it while you are eating it Do you know what I mean? And then move it along, move it along. But a lot of times, nine times out of 10, the foods that we associate being fun and yummy and all those things really just don't make us feel great. You know, and I don't know that you would say hashtag worth it after you eat them, you know, so it's all about kind of like, and you maybe this time you didn't feel like the pizza, maybe next time you will. So there's no rules on this. It doesn't mean like, well, I didn't have it this time, so I won't have it next time. I mean, chances are the more you get used to not having the thing to feed into other things, like I will go out for dinner with friends if I meet friends for a late dinner and not actually order anything. I'll just have a drink or maybe order something, little appetizers or something like that while everyone else is eating big meals. Should I not go to the dinner just because I'm not actually hungry? No, because it is it about the dinner at the end of the day anyway? No, it's about your friends getting together. So, you know, I'm showing up. Like if I was hosting a dinner and my friend's not hungry, I'm not gonna be like, come on, eat, or well, if you're not gonna eat, you better not, you know, might as well not come. No, come, come have a drink, come hang out, come whenever. Because really that's what it's about at the end of the day, you know. So I love That noticing that my dinner portions have been too big in the last few weeks. Yesterday was just the right amount. Yeah. So so again, portions aren't what they look like. But at this point, we dropped the ball on asking those four questions. Double down. You still looking to lose weight? Ask the four questions. You want to be in tune to those portions. Be relentless about that. And I'm telling you, there will come a time where uh, you know the million times you ask those four questions are going to. You'll never have to ask them again because they will become so super, super second nature. Your brain will be wired to, am I hungry? You know, how's my portion? How am I feeling? And then you'll figure out the exact moment. This is why I say, I never accidentally overeat. It's always like, I know exactly when I've had enough and I know exactly when I'm going in for more. I'm going to walk away feeling like I've eaten too much. Again, sometimes I make that choice. That's what asking those four questions will do. It'll bring awareness to when you're hungry, you know, what you're hungry for. And that's where you can kind of really get into that this week. Really, really get into that. If you're just, don't just be like, you know, okay, am I hungry for this snack? And be like, yes I am, no I'm not, you know, or I should eat. Go into it, what am I hungry for? Is it fruit, is it, you know, is it fat? Is it, you know, go through the list of snacks you have available for you. What what is most appealing to me right now? You know, is it cottage cheese, is it yogurt, is it cheese, is it fruit, is it vegetables, is it nuts and seeds? Like what is it that is most appealing to you right now? Out of your head, into your belly, feel it, your body will know. If you know you want fruit, take it a step even further than that. And you won't have to do this. This is not how I live my life. This is just also second nature. It takes seconds for me to assess that. I don't even give it a thought. But you have to make it a habit of your brain being wired to your food choices like that. So you know you want fruit. Okay, what kind of fruit? Do you want watermelon? Do you want cherries? I definitely want watermelon. I'm on a watermelon tip. Um, watermelon, do you want cherries? Do you want a banana? No, I do not want a banana. Do you know what I mean? Like I don't even have to, I'm not even have to have the fruit in front of me. I don't even have to eat the fruit to know how I'm going to feel about the fruit. Again, if you have the luxury to choose from a, variety of fruit, right? So this is where you can take it to a whole, whole, whole next, next, next level, right? Not just am I hungry? What am I hungry for? And then get into that, right? Like what's, you know, when you're making dinner, like, what do I feel like? Do I want some fish? Do I want some, you know, red meat? Do I want some, you know, do I want something, some lentils? What do, what do I want? Vegetable wise, okay, I've got carrots and bok choy and broccoli and whatever. What What's the most appealing to me? Okay, bro- bok choy, good, sold, done. Do you know what I mean? That's, that's how you're doing it, but it's going to happen so, quickly because you are training the brain to just go through these questions right go through these questions Let me get down here. And speaking of questions, let me get some more questions. Yesterday, I had an aha moment. This is my second program. And this time around, the scale hasn't moved much, but my body has changed so much. Yeah, solidifying the weight that you've lost is so important. My moment yesterday was about uh, was I was just having a stressful day and I grabbed chips and had a few. After having them, I felt like crap. The first time I recognized that feeling, it was gross. Need to think better of my choices. So glad you did this. Honestly, so glad. Aren't you so glad that you did that? Because now you know. Chips don't, you know, they don't make you feel great. They don't bring you the joy. You know, is it bringing you joy? Is it really bringing you joy? Is it coping? Is there anything else you can do in the moment? Sometimes you're like, fuck it. I'm eating the chips and drinking the wine. This is how I'm coping. Everyone fucking just leave me alone. You know, there are moments like that. But in this moment, when you recognize, okay, in this case, this is not working for me. That wasn't the best choice for me. You know, probably an old coping mechanism. I went there. What can I do next time? You know, that's going to actually make me feel good. I'm going to get up, take a break, go for a walk. You know, have some tea. Tea, man. Just sip on tea. A lot of times, it's just doing the thing with your hand that stops you from thinking about other things stop for a few minutes read a favorite chapter out of read a chapter out of your favorite book you know go make some tea you know go walk around the house go fold some laundry go do something go sit outside and take some a few deep breaths you know what i mean and then the more you kind of stop that that habit you recognize it's not working for you it's the same thing with habits right you capture it you cancel it you correct it oh i'm doing this right i don't this isn't really serving me what can i do instead and just kind of just re you know rejig that whole habit our big meal is usually supper time. My husband and I make our own lunch, usually a salad. So we are both busy doing our own thing during the day. I'm having a hard time switching to loading up at lunchtime. It's not loading up at lunchtime. That is the that's the wrong terminology. You're not loading up at lunchtime. You can't eat more at lunch to offset what you're having at dinner. That's not how it works. So that's really important that you understand that. I'm um, having a hard time switching to loading up at lunchtime. Yeah, we're not doing that. Um, supper is when we enjoy a nice meal together, and sometimes with company. And I am I sabotaging my efforts. Okay, let me just ask you, honestly, what does... I, I don't understand this. Okay, supper is when we enjoy a nice meal together and sometimes with company. What the fuck does that have to do with your portion sizes? Do you know what I mean? Think about that for a second. What does, what does supper... Supper is when we enjoy a nice meal together. Okay, but that i don't understand what the does that have to do with your portion sizes and eating more than you actually need right like what does that have to do with anything because you can sit there with friends and eat everyone's everyone eats at different rate some people you serve their food and they're done in five minutes so they're sitting at the table with no food left on their plate. You still sit there, you have conversation, right? You know, that's the conversation doesn't change just because you are eating more food than you need to. Do you know what I mean? And, and what does company have to do with it? That doesn't have to do with anything either. Um, I think you are sabotaging your efforts in the sense that you're making excuses for not paying attention to the portion sizes that you're consuming at dinner because you can still make a beautiful meal at dinner. No one says you can't. Um, it just doesn't make sense that the whole point is that you want to be eating enough throughout the day that you're really dinner is just a top up. It doesn't make any logical sense to be eating a huge meal right before you go to bed. Your but what are you going to do, right? Your body's just like, it's been eating all day to give you. And the reason why you put your heavier carbs at lunch is because that's when you have the, that's when you need them to get, give you the energy throughout the rest of your day. But you know, you can make rice for your, you know, for your family, make a side salad and load up in the side salad, have a smaller portion of rice and a larger portion of vegetables done. So I think your mentality is maybe sabotaging you at this point because there's no reason why, like, I, maybe you're thinking, like, you maybe you have an underlying issue of, Um, not having enough food or I don't know what it is, not being able to, but you should be able to sit at a table with your family and with your friends and eat a healthy meal that's in tune to your body's needs and not overeat it. So your words of, you know, loading up at lunchtime, which is not at all what we're doing at all. um, So you can enjoy a nice meal, um, you know, later. It's just, it doesn't make really any sense. So what really is your issue here? You know, what really is your issue here? Um all the time I'm aware to this. I might, you know, we'll make a full dinner here and like last night we had um short ribs, uh broccoli, bok choy and rice. And I just had, you know, broccoli, bok choy and ribs, um uh, like short ribs. I didn't have any rice. Actually, I think I put a little tiny bit on my plate. And that was it. And my family wasn't like, "Why are you not eating the rice?" you know, or like, "Oh, you're, you know, this is weird." Um like it's just you know, you just want to make what's going to help you not only reach your goals, but what you're in tune with. You know what I mean? So um, it shouldn't be weird. And also you need to, you need to normalize too. you know, people making their own food choices. Like if people always say to me, well, what do I do? I got invited to a friend's dinner and they're serving pasta and whatever. And you know, I don't want to eat it. Then I'm like, then don't eat it. If they're your friend, tell them, you know what, like, I'm going to come if you don't mind. I'm going to bring it or bring a side salad, bring a side dish, bring a bunch of vegetables that you can offer up as part of the meal and, you know, eat that. But never in my life. Can I imagine Imagine inviting anyone to my house for dinner and having them say, oh, you know, like, no, I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to have lasagna or whatever tonight. I'd be like, okay, you know, what else can I get you? Do you know, whatever. Or even if they didn't take the lasagna, I would never say anything to them. Why are you not eating this? But I just think it's so f- fucking weird. So you really need to normalize when you are hungry, what you want to eat. You know what I mean? Even when you're around other people and it starts with your family. I've heard that excuse so many times. Well, I don't want to have to make a separate meal for my family. Like who needs to make a separate meal for your family? And also, why wouldn't you want to make a nutrient rich meal for your family? Right. So make them rice, make them pasta and, you know, add a, you know, makes few extra vegetables for yourself and leafy greens. Right. And again, this is not Here's the thing about weight loss that you really need to understand. Right now, you're actively trying to lose weight. I don't not eat the rice or the pasta or the pizza because I'm afraid I'm going to gain weight. It's because I just don't feel like it. And so, you know, while you are trying to lose weight, yes, there are changes that you have to make. You can't just eat whatever the fuck you want and be like, oh, it's going to lose weight here. But the whole goal and how we're trying to lose weight here is that, You can enjoy those things because you haven't fucked up your body and made it feel like it's starving and deprived and, you know, never going to get food again. So it stores everything you ever eat. You haven't tanked your metabolism. So, your body is working at slow mo mode. So, every time you just look at a slice of bread, you gain 10 pounds. You haven't done any of that. The body has no need to store extra fat. So, whatever you choose to eat at dinner, your rice, eventually your pasta, whatever it is, you're not going to gain weight from that. That's the whole point in how we're losing weight right now, you know, is that so you're able to enjoy those types of foods later. That's why you're asking those four questions now. So, that when you not only does it help you lose weight, but that's once you've lost your weight, it's going to help you be in tune to your portion to help make maintain your weight, you know? So so that's what it's all about. So don't lose perspective of what you're trying to do here. The whole boo-hoo, I just want to have dinner with my family and I want the pizza and I want this and I want that. And it's hard and all those things. Fucking right it is because you're on a mission to reach a goal that you've been trying to le- lose, pro- reach probably for 20 fucking years. It's time to get this shit done. So a little bit of sacrifice along the way, you know, what do you need to do in order to reach your goals? And if you want to have a bigger meal at dinner, it's not going to stop you from reaching your, and again, I'm, I'm generalizing, I'm not just talking to you specifically. This is a great question. I'm generalizing. um, But really, that overeating more than what you need, is just, it's you know, it's just going to mess with your sleep. It's going to give you a bit of a belly ache. It's just going to, you know, it's stressing the body out, um, you know, but it's not going to stop you ultimately from reaching your goals, you know. So just keep that perspective in mind that this isn't what you're doing for the rest of your life. This is a means to an end right now. And the more choices that you can make to fall in line with your goals, the quicker you're going to get there. That's what it comes down to. So in the summertime, you know, we're expecting you to want to go out and about and travel and spend time with friends and go to barbecue and eat the burgers and all those things. But what you cannot do is indulge in those things and be ragging on your ass about the rate at which you're losing or not losing. So, you know, if that's your plan over the summer, then you should be reasonable about the amount of weight you're expecting to lose. It would be a huge massive win if you just maintain your weight over the summer. Honestly, that would be a huge massive win if you just enjoyed the summer and then you're like, I maintain and I'm ready to hit it hard in the fall. That's a win in my books, right? But there is a way where you can indulge right? Save those moments for those, those times, you know, you're going to want to indulge and then really help keep it together, you know, and build on that momentum. So make as many choices as possible when you can, where you can, and then leave that leaves room for indulging. So you are kind of moving forward, maybe not at the same rate where you're like, you know, head down doing all the things day in, day out, you know, all of that, but it's still possible. So you can kind of have your cake and eat it too. But you don't want to make excuses to why you're doing that or try to control what you're eating. Eat more at lunch, eat, you know, eat less at lunch. So, you know, you're having more at dinner, more at lunch, or you're having less at dinner, you know, whatever that is. Like, Stay in tune to your body's needs in the moment is the way to go, you know that's a good question um it's my 40th birthday today happy birthday Joanna I weigh in and I'm the same as I've been for the last two days better than up I guess trying to decide to eat the cake or not today we'll just be in the moment about it we are having a big cottage party today for me so I may eat the cake but I know if I do it will rise my scale fuck who gives a fuck it's your fucking birthday eat the fucking cake if you want the cake if ever there was a time to eat the cake it's today it's today. The problem is the cake pops with your coffee every morning at Starbucks, not the cake on your birthday. Don't stress yourself out. I do plan to eat normally before the party and plan at the party not to uh, crazily indulge in everything. Either way, grateful for today to be waking up feeling good on my 40th birthday. Here's too many more terms. Happy birthday. Don't stress about that cake. That's my point. Don't you dare stress about the cake. Have it. Don't have it. It's not even going to do anything in terms of reaching your goal, not reaching your goal. If your weight is up, it's not going to be real weight gain. And chances are straight up, it'll probably have less to do with the cake and more to do with, you know, the, the salty foods, the little bites, bites of bits, the alcohol, maybe that hopefully you'll be indulging in cheers to you. Happy birthday, the late nights that you do know what I mean out in the sun all day. That's what it'll have to do with, or you might be surprised and your weight will be down. You know what I mean? What you definitely don't want to do is stress about that cake. I hope that you have the best birthday ever. Honestly, happy 40th. My goodness. Uh, taking the time first thing to have the hot water and lemon has begun to feel like a luxury, yeah. It's the routine. It's not the water and the lemon. It's not lemon water isn't magical. Apple cider vinegar isn't magical. It can definitely help with digestion for some people, for sure. Something to be said about that. It's about the routine. It's absolutely about creating new habits and that routine. Um, if uh, If I haven't the time for this, I do a glass of apple cider vinegar and cold water, also refreshing, but this is fast. And now I try so hard to allow myself the moment of hot water and lemon. I slow down. I choose calm, find tiny moments of bliss in everything in the morning. Ah, yes, that's a whole vibe. Yes, it's about that routine. It's about like before I got out of bed, so I'm dealing with some stress again with one of my kids. It feels like it's ongoing. Um, and it's just it's a lot. And so today I, you know, normally I'll get out of bed and you know, go for coffee. Well, I got up this morning, I did my check-in, then I went right back to bed. <laughs> I actually got up this morning and put my clothes over top of my pajamas to do my check-in. And then as soon as I was done, took them off Um, and went back to bed. And normally I will get out um, and go with... Tony to a co- get coffee or whatever. It's kind of our routine. And uh, we, I know we could make our own, but it just gets us out of the house, gets the sunshine and on our faces and all that. And today I was just like, oh. And I just knew I needed to lie in bed and just have a grounding moment where, and I'm a big fan of like harmonizing my day where I just kind of lie there and I visualize the day that I have and kind of going through my day. And, you know, today was just, it's going to be just a chill day. I don't want a super productive day. I don't want an exciting day. I don't even want a great day. I just want a chill My nervous system needs just a chill day. So, you know, I have meetings scheduled and things that I need to do and places I need to go and conversations I need to have, which today in the maintenance group, we're talking to Dr. Olinka, she's amazing. We're gonna be introducing her in the fall group. you have access to the conversation. We're talking to her about hormones, supplements, a variety of different things. Um, so if you don't have access to the maintenance group, it is going to be loaded up as a podcast uh, later in the day. So make sure you check that out. It's going to be a great conversation. Um, so I take that time to kind of harmonize my day, to just kind of take a deep breath and be like, everything's going to be okay and things are going to go smoothly. I'm going to have a chill day. And I kind of like set the tone to my day. And that's kind of my moment. Other people meditate. Other people have their tea and whatever that is but that that kind of like that calm start to your day puts you in the right frame of your mind and it's in those quiet moments That you're reinforcing your goals and your intentions. Do you know what I mean? Like, calming things down today, gonna be in tune with what I need today, just gonna be in the moment, you know, take it day by day, you know, moment by moment, take it how it comes. Like, that's sort of really like setting yourself up for success. Yes, of course, packing your foods and being prepared and all of that, but really it's the mindset it's the mindset. And that's why setting your intentions each day and ending your day with end of day reflections, like more and more, they're starting to talk about that time right before bed. That's such an important time of setting your 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 brain up for success when you go to sleep and really kind of going through your goals and, you know, thinking optimistically rather than, you know, I shouldn't have done this or shouldn't have done that. And the arguments you've had with people and beefs that you had with people and things that have happened and kind of going through those. Sometimes we want to indulge in the feeling, So we like think about these things before we go to bed. But then, that's not setting ourselves up for success to have a good deep sleep also setting ourselves up for success for how we wake up the next day and really planning our lives and so that that time right before you go to bed you know that should really close your eyes and if anything you should be visualizing is living your best life how you want to feel how you're gonna have a great day how your choices are adding up how you you know you are getting one step closer you know and bigger than that visualize all the things you want to do in your life do you know what i mean like where you want to be and what you want to accomplish and that is in those moments that that's when you're kind of like do you know what i mean setting those intentions on a much larger scale so i I love this routine that you that you're, that's becoming like a this place for you you know let me see if I can scroll down. Um, let me scroll. I always could never get through to the end. So I'm going to scroll down through to the end, see what we got happening down to the end. Uh, of course, where'd my comments go? Good morning, Libby losers. Uh, glad to catch this, even if I'm late this morning. As always, any flight attendant friends here, I'm hoping to connect, share, and travel meal tips and ways to make the program work while flying. Oh, that's so great. I have yeah you know I love flying because I always meet um, flight attendants who are doing the program you guys are always so kind to me oh my goodness um, even when I'm not flying business class I get treated like I'm in business class I just can't um, one I love meeting meeting our lady losers but I know there are quite a few I know there are quite a few all i flying all over the world because I meet you every legit every single time I fly um, you know um, air, um, flight attendants um, uh, this is where my brain is at the people that fly the plane it's tricky especially because you're in different time zones it's hard for you to find time um i'm trying to think where a great place for that would be like um so in our new app wait till you guys see what we're doing with our our new freaking app our, our we're adding ai to our app it's amazing um but one of the things we're also adding besides a supplement tracker besides a period tracker besides all those things that are on the roadmap. I mean, we've, you know, we're thinking of all of it is a chat feature where you'd be able to actually hook up with people, you know, and be able to chat within the app. Um, But that would be a great space here. Maybe we can think about something like that where people are connecting with tips, like people on the flight, like we should do a shift worker share page where you guys can chat it out. We should do, uh, you know, people in the air page where you guys can chat it out, you know, um, I mean, the, the, the it's endless, you know, a busy mom page. I mean, uh, chances are the same tips will work for everybody, but maybe there is something to be said about kind of expanding how our community connects with each other. You know, Um, I think there's something to that. I'm going to talk to Kim about this today. So later today, Kim and I are going to do an Ask Us Anything. I haven't, we haven't done that before. Who knows? Ask, legit, show up, ask us anything you want. Today at 4 p.m. We're going to talk about the tweak first this week, personalizing the plan. Um, So definitely if there's a Spill the Tea segment to watch in terms of the tweak, this would be the one because you really want your whole focus for this week is really, really really grasping this personalizing the plan because it's going to be your setup for maintenance it's also going to be your setup for continuing to lose weight over the summertime you are going to have a couple other options as well um so you want to make sure that you're super clear on and not only that it's a great way to keep moving the dial on the scale so make sure you join us for that and then join us for a fun ask us anything And i'm going to talk to kim about that idea of how can we how can we in a more kind of like um connective way, connect our Libby losers who are dealing with sort of, you know, um, like-minded issues when it comes to following the plan, like, you know, off schedules and shift work and, you know, whatnot. Such a great idea. Such a great idea. Such a great idea. Um, you can tell I'm procrastinating because these lives this last week are just going longer and longer and longer and longer. Hi, Michelle. If I haven't had rice, pasta, bread, or potatoes the whole program, but I haven't had rice, pasta, bread, or potatoes this whole program, but I've never eaten much of those regularly, I do miss crackers and avoiding them during the program. So uh, we have a good recipe coming out. Uh, our in-house chef is working on a fun cracker recipe for you. There's also... um there's also the um, sprouted grain crackers that uh, Michelle Pfeiffer. Um, so they they're in the recipe page. They're also over on our YouTube page. She makes these great crackers out of her uh, sprouted love, which is just like you know grains, um, like protein, like uh, seeds and whatnot. So you can make crackers from that. They're so easy to make, honestly. Um, definitely look into that. Um, you know, uh, and definitely be mindful of adding those grains in. You know, if you're if you're not having you know, rices, for example, potatoes, for example, because you're mindful of your heavier carbs. Remember, like if you're feeling the need for them, they could be exactly what you need, right? Potatoes are nutrient rich. There's nothing wrong with those. Um, same thing with rice, you know, but body rice is great. There's all sorts of wild rices and also grains like quinoa and whatnot. Sometimes people get stuck on not having those when we talk, you know, we're talking breads and pastas, you know, and crackers, because, you know, those are usually like not really nutrient rich. And we want to have as many, whole foods as possible because bread is a processed product um, as is um, pasta it's a processed It's a processed food it's not a whole food like black bean pasta is not the same as eating black beans you know so potatoes are a little different and quinoa and rice is also a little different as those are whole foods as opposed to breads and pasta so we don't actually suggest people limit rices and quinoas and grains but we do suggest that they limit breads and pastas because they are processed foods and, and really Not, don't really offer a nutrient balance. Again, nothing wrong with eating them when you're in maintenance and you know, nothing wrong with them at all. Um, It's just that when you're trying to lose weight. You know obviously that can move it along a little quicker. Can I have a Rivita cracker uh, now this week? Yeah I mean sure you can. It's you know again it's, it's not about adding in what you like and loving and convenience foods. It's about really like what's gonna help you. You've learned a lot over the last uh, 11 weeks. What's the best option for you when it comes to those meals and snacks? You're not really deviating. You do have a lot more flexibility in them right. So you want to think most bang for your buck when it comes to um, the choices that you're making you know. So it's definitely this is not a low-carb program. This is the right carbs at the right time. It's also not a low fat program. You really need to make sure that you're getting enough good fat in your diet. It's also not a high protein program. We're not trying to put our body in ketosis. We're just trying to make sure we're getting the protein that our body needs. And protein and fat feeds into your satiety hormones and actually makes you feel more satisfied for longer, right? So kind of taking those things that you've learned and implementing them and making the best choice. Some people's bodies do really well, like I said, with, with dairy. Some people's don't. Some people do really well with red meats and meats in general. Some people don't. So it's just a matter of some people are really reactive to those kind of, you know, heavier carbohydrates. You know, some people have gluten issues. I mean, most people are like, most people are sensitive to gluten. We know the body's not really designed to break down process and digest gluten. Some people are tolerated better than others. I don't really like breads and pastas because I... I just feel them in my tummy and, you know, they just don't make me feel great. So, But some people can eat those things and not feel any effects at all. So this is really where in terms of your food choices, you can get really in tune with what works for you and what doesn't, keeping in mind you're still looking to lose your weight, right? So, ah! I love this conversation. I love this whole week. See why I love this whole week? It's just like taking things to the next, 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 next level. Um, decided to take a to take back my announcement that I'm at my finally and forever. I love personalizing the plan and will continue for as long as my mind and body feel in sync. It's not a number anymore, rather than a feeling. Yeah. So can I can I just tell you for those of you who have reached your goals, is that it's very normal to have reached your goal, feel amazing, be happy where you're at, go into maintenance, spend your time there and realize, I want to go back for more. It happens all the time. Only you will know. You know, maybe you need to take a step back, you're just happy, you want to enjoy where you're at. which you help your body solidify that weight that you're at? That's a massive win. And then you want to go back in for more and continue to move the down that scale? That's on you, man. Only you know what it feels like to live in your body. Lots of times you'll reach what you think is your goal because that's where you thought you wanted to go and you'd be happy and then you get there and you're like, I could totally keep doing this. Do you know what I mean? And you decide to keep going. Only It's only up to you, do you know what I mean? So I can tell you of all the conversations that we have about people knowing when they're ready to move on, it's always a feeling. It's never, ever, 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 ever a number. It's always a feeling. And sometimes people are late to catch the feeling and they realize after the fact, wait, why am I still chasing a number on the scale? Or why am I still chasing that scale? Because I'm actually really happy with where I'm at and how I feel. And that's a whole thing. It's because chances you've been chasing that scale for a long time. This weight loss journey of yours has become a hobby, you know, and it's all you kind of ever know. So you just kind of keep doing it even though you no longer need to do that. So, uh, so many amazing discussions uh, still to have. Um, I'll be here for them. I'll be here all week having them with you guys. I hope you join, join me. Everyone have an amazing uh, day. I hope you have the best day, the chill day, great day, productive day, whatever kind of fun day, whatever kind of day you want to have. Uh, maybe I'll see you later today at 4 p.m. If not, be sure to catch the uh, podcast guys have an amazing day everyone bye